What's up, Ding Dongs? Corey's in the house. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome to the Side Talks podcast. Do you know how how would they come on to the day? Is it the day show that had that had the that old nasty Matt Lauer and Katie Couric? For yeah. A while? I wonder how did what was their intro like? I, I don't think I ever was probably just around. like <clears throat> shuffle shuffle. Uh, oh, welcome oh, good, to the show. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome it's to the show. Uh, 76 degrees here in New York City. I'm here uh, uh, today at the Today Show, the Today Program. We're gonna go over this. The I have a feeling Santa's that it was just laughing at me. I have a feeling it was nothing like what. Sure, you just no, no. I think it was exactly like that. We're gonna have to go back to the archives and see if we can find that. You know, every time I think about Lauer now, all I think about is that weird button he had under his That's desk. That's the only thing right? that anybody can think it's about. The thing that that's, mind. I mean, like, it's the too. creepiest it's shit ever. It's horrifying. And imagine being the contractor that like NBC hired to install the locking door button. I mean, that is terrifying. Like, no, nothing wrong here. Yeah, it's a hell? normal feature that people have in their office, a button that, you know, locks the door behind unsuspecting visitors to your office. That what a son of a bitch. Yeah, that's gross. Anyway, hey, this is the Matt Lauer podcast. Yeah, we are the we are an anti Matt Lauer podcast. <laughs> We don't like that guy. He just disappeared into the wind, though. Yeah, I, will, I well, will say that. He's gone. It, it, maybe it was the sex crimes that caused him to disappear. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but we hear, you know, we recently have heard about Mr. R. Kelly. Why would he Reci- We recently. But when we heard about R. Kelly, we heard about R. Kelly in the sense that he was just, like, sentenced to prison. Same with Weinstein. But all I'm saying is we've heard about him. We've okay, heard about all him. Right. I feel so, like So Matt Lauer is just, like, waiting in line yes. for his turn, his day in uh, he court. He just was here one day and gone the next. He hasn't really been in the news. That's all I'm saying. That's it's, probably that's probably smart. I'm fine you don't want to make it. too many waves. If you're I'm Matt fine Lauer. with it. Is he going to have a comeback? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, not funny. Uh, anyway, we talk about movies, not Matt Lauer's, even though we just did for quite a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot more interested in talking about movies than Matt yeah, Lauer's. Yeah. So anyway, my name's Matt Lauer. My name is Katie Couric, and this is the Side Talks podcast. $25,000. Here is your first subject. What is it? Go. Uh, pickles. What is it? What is it? It's the segment of the podcast where me and Sam read a script together and Corey tries to guess it. And today, Corey is actually in the room with his back to us like Gwen Stefani on The Voice. <laughs> I'm facing a floor lamp like I'm in a fucking David Lynch movie right now. And as soon as you know the answer to what film this is, which I'm going to give you a little hint, it's a, probably going to happen for you really quickly. Okay. You're going to swing that chair around like Adam Levine and guess it. All right. This, there's no wheels on this chair, so I'm going to have so to like stand and move the chair, kind of shuffle it over. But I'll do what I can. Here we go. Here's what I'm saying. This is a renegotiation. We want more from them. So let's show them more from us. Let's show them your pure joy of the game. Let's bury the attitude a little. Let's show them... You're telling me to dance. No, I'm saying to be... Mine's a dainty little showboat touchdown dance. Love me, love me, love me, love me. Put me on TV. That's that's the iconography of racism, man. Buzz. Yes, I, I I don't actually know what this is, but I'm getting some aggro energy from Rachel that leads me to suspect I know what this is. Uh, is this any given Sunday, the Oliver Stone nah. movie? No, you sit back in your chair. Bitch. I thought you were doing a, a Pacino. Okay, quit, quit well, what being, is this then? Quit being taken by my performance. All right, Are you sorry, ready? sorry. That's okay. the iconography right, of racism, man. Rod, I'm not a racist. Buzz. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> 
Why did I not wait two seconds to hear the name Rod? Because now this is Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yes, you got it right. Bing, 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 bing. You got it right. But let but me. But now, just... now your your energy makes more sense. It's it yeah. wasn't Pacino. It was hyped up. Tom. It was Cruise. Cruise. It was Thomas fucking Cruise. But let me just say this to you, Corey. This is a. I feel like this is a conversation we've had before during the height of festival planning. Uh huh. I'm out here for you. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about. Okay? Help me to help you. Well, I definitely would have gotten it by then. <laughs> You're hanging by a very thin thread, dude. <laughs> And I dig script. that about you. What a weird <laughs> script. So that got made. Sam, hey Sam, before you go. Yes, Corey. You No, 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 I'm leaving. I'm, you can't oh, you can't no. get the line. Let's it's bury right. the attitude a little. Roll your mouse over the biscuit maker. Uh uh of uh <laughs> Man, that's weird. And that's weird. Oh, boy. I got a different one for you today. Okay. I'm going to talk through this a little bit. So I was in Las Vegas last week. Sick? Yeah. I, I love Las Vegas, but it's been over a decade since I've been. And it's different. It's a little different, uh-huh. but I still love it. But I was really taken, and I'm still kind of processing my trip to Circus Circus. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is, have you been to Vegas? No. Well, Circus Circus is a casino on the Strip, and it's one of the old school ones. And my goal while I was there a bit was to... You know, let me see what's still here that's kind of dusty, that's got a little bit of the old Vegas vibe, which old Vegas vibe now isn't the 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 Vegas you know from Casino. Sure. It's the Vegas that, that is described at the end of Casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you know, Disney, Before everything the, went corporate. The Disneyfication of Vegas. Yeah. And Circus Circus was indeed, it's, this is, a, this is a, a casino that is built um, right, it's actually the first family-friendly casino to open in Vegas. Nice. It opened on the night of October. October 18th, 1968. Oh. So this is right at the this is right at the tail end of the of the sort of mobster scene. Yeah, sort of the tail end of the Rat Pack thing. That's right. That's right. And it's still going to have some years that kind of bleed into that, but this is a transitionary period of time and mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to probably reach its pinnacle in the 80s. Sure. When we see, you know, all the families starting to come into Vegas. And you know, there's something kind of fun about a family-friendly casino, but <laughs> there you have it. So I, I wanted to, I've been going in a, down a bit of a, of a rabbit hole about Circus Circus because it is indeed, indeed the crustiest, <laughs> nastiest hotel that I visited. And it doesn't mean it's the crusty, nastiest one, but it's the crusty, nastiest one I visited while there. And it hasn't changed since the last time I was there. It's only got more layers of smoke on it. Wow. And we got the first experience there that caused us to go back was we, we rented a party bus. Okay. Sure. And we're a bunch yep. of us there. And we get off the party. We, we, well, the party bus driver, we tell him to go to Circus Circus and he drives through. And we said, wait, we want you to stop and let us out. And he couldn't believe it. He's like, you re- y'all really, y'all want to get out here? And I said, yes, pull that damn party bus back around and let us the fuck out of this thing at Circus Circus. So as I'm getting off the party bus, he looks at me, he goes, when you get in there, hold your breath. Whoa. And sure enough, and they've got the beautiful marquee with all the lights, but I mean, you open the door and it's just billows of smoke. So you can still smoke indoors in Nevada. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. On that casino floor, you better believe it. And you're and there is nothing happening, but it's family-friendly smoke in the circus <laughs> circus. And it, there's a circus act every hour on the hour. 
So how, can, you, how can they breathe? Yeah, I know. You, it's got to be the most unhealthy athletic job. Wow. And so above your heads, you know, is a, a trapeze artist swinging about, and there's a midway, and it's just, the thing is not changed for a minute. People were lining up. I didn't see the buffet in action, but I saw people lining up for the buffet to open, and they still have quarter slots. So you can still hear the rat-tat-tat of coins going through the machines. If you're in Vegas, I highly recommend <laughs> this is a stop, unless... You have zero sense of humor, in which case, why are you in Vegas at all? But I thought I would share with you, this is a movie podcast, not a Vegas podcast, even though... I mean, there's some know. overlap. Uh, I wanted to mention the films that are relevant to Circus Circus. Okay. So here are some films that are shot at Circus Circus. Do you know any? Not off the top of my head, but it wouldn't surprise me if our friend Steven Soderbergh didn't end up there in one of the emotions movies. Leaving Las Vegas. Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, no. No, that's who, it, who directs that? Mike Figgis. Okay, Mike Figgis. But, but a Nicolas Cage movie, Nicolas Cage's Oscar winning movie. Yeah, I yeah, didn't, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. That, But it doesn't take place in Circus Circus, just so you know. Oh, okay. It takes place under the sign, which is a very famous sign. You've probably yeah, seen I've it in probably a million seen times. It. Um, but Diamonds Are Forever, 1971. Sure, that makes sense. Um, Bond film. And yep. it, there's a scene that takes place in the little midway, which is right next to the where that the little circus show is happening. A really bad Bond film. Yeah, I think that well, was Connery's last. This one you'll be interested in. Okay, Baby Geniuses <laughs> from 1999. <laughs> and here's something about Circus Circus. There's an entire roller coaster. It's an indoor amusement park, uh-huh. and it's a sizable amusement park. It's pretty big. And, uh, and so there's two roller coasters. And so that takes place. Baby Genius has a scene at Joy World, which is filmed at Adventure, at the Adventure Dome. Corvette Summer from 1978. Wait, wait, hold up. Do you know who directed Baby Geniuses? I do not. Bob Clark. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now that you mention it. Crazy yes. career. There you go. Um, Corvette, Corvette Summer, 1978. Never seen it. And then here's one that was not shot there. Okay. They refused to allow Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas to shoot there oh. in 1998. They said absolutely not. Yeah. And so instead, they they did a fictional thing, a fictional circus circus, because that's a important Yeah, that book. rings a bell now. I read that book, and I used to love that movie. I haven't seen it since I was in college, because that's exactly where that That belonged. movie should stay. Bazooka um, Circus, Bazooko right. Circus, is modeled after, obviously, Circus Circus. Yeah. And you know why Circus Circus is called Circus Circus? Because it has a circus? Yeah, but the original the original owner, at first, the concept was going to be to to build a Roman circus, to have a Roman circus uh-huh. thing. Oh. And then he said, nobody really knows what a Roman circus is. Instead, people know what an American circus is, you know, like a circus circus. Oh Get my it? God. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Here is an interesting <laughs> fact about Circus Circus that I think you'll like. Okay. It's this man that's weird after all. So a robbery occurred at Circus Circus in 1993. Uh, someone, a person named Heather Tallchief, okay. was a driver for an armored truck and and it got the job as an armored truck driver for this very purpose, drove away with $3 million, which was in the process of being distributed to ATMs at Circus Circus. And she carried out the robbery with the help of murderer Roberto Solis, okay. who is the one who had, by the way, had 20 years earlier, had been had gotten caught doing an armored truck robbery and convinced her to get a job as an armored truck driver so they could pull off this heist. Um. They and he did, he killed somebody during the first <sighs> robbery. Oh, so he and is... somehow she jumped on board with this. Okay, must have been a handsome fellow. 
I mean, maybe she's just a girl boss, you know? Maybe she's just like, you know. She was taken by his his sexy ways to rob Circus Circus. They disappeared, and she she eventually surrendered 12 years later, but does it throw a little fear into you that uh-huh. guess who's still on the lamb? That guy? Yeah, that dude's still out there. And just in case you're interested, the robbery is chronicled in an episode of the 2021 docuseries Heist. That's, I believe, on Netflix. Oh, I saw that show. Or saw that it existed. Yeah. I'm not watching that show. Yeah. Well, Leaving Las Vegas is another uh, film that we mentioned that is yep. shot close to Circus Circus right there under a sign, but with permission. Even though that film is notorious for having not cleared a lot of locations it uses in Vegas and kind of run and gunning. And it's a, a it's a talk about a low budget film about an alcoholic that does something a little bit different by the oh, way oh that's a and slam that, on to leslie see previous yeah. episode and it is a it is also i think a more successful film it's on my watch list yeah. i love cage obviously so it's weird that i haven't seen it so i'm gonna watch also, it soon yeah it's boy it's I mean, also it's, like it's, super it's, sad right so well, i'm not like yeah, it's looking a little... to throw on leaving las vegas on like a boring sunday afternoon no it's real fucking sad it's 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 like saying, you know what I think would be fun to watch Schindler's List. You know, you you know what you're getting yourself into here. Oof, it's something else. Mm. It was fil- interestingly filmed not on 35 millimeter though, but on Super 16. Oh, that's which is, cool. I bet that's is, distinctive yeah, looking. Something that a lot of indies were doing at the time, but a film with this level of like Elizabeth Shue and yeah. Nick Cage wouldn't have necessarily done that. So it, it's got a really cool grainy kind of film look to it. And of course, it's based on a semi-autobiographical novel um, by a, a dude. Do you know the guy's name? Mm-mm. His last name is O'Brien. And he, I think it's Sean, maybe. I need to look that up. But anyway, his last name is O'Brien, and he uh, quite sadly uh, committed suicide after signing away the film rights. About two weeks into production, he committed suicide. Jeez. And so very much autobiographical. And uh, the Rolex that Nick Cage wears in the film is actually O'Brien's Rolex watch. Wow. wow. So, yeah. And you might also be interested to know that uh, Nick Cage practiced for the role by bench drinking. That tracks. (laughs) That tracks. And then the last thing I'll tell you is that there's some interesting kind of connective stuff as we do. And man, that's weird. And I'll throw out to you some of the cameos that I think you might be surprised by in this film. Okay. Julian Lennon. In Leaving Las Vegas? Yes. Yes. Mariska Herite. Is that how you say it? I don't know. The Law and Order Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always get it wrong. I never can say her her last name. Hargate? Hargate. Yeah, maybe that's right. Fucking Lou Rawls. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And Danny Houston, as in Angelica Houston's brother. Maybe he was just there. He might have just been there at the bar. I mean, Danny Houston, I think, is a fine actor. Like, he's very effective in a lot of movies. So no disrespect to Danny Houston. uh, But maybe he was just there. Anyway, that's it. That's uh, that's just one little scratch of a surface of what's going on over there at Circus Circus. It makes me feel comforted to know that right now somebody's sitting at a slot machine, you know, drinking about as much as Nicolas Cage is drinking and leaving Las Vegas. That's with a smoke, comfort. Smoke rings around. Yes, because you know sometimes it's just nice to know that things don't change. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. Well, this is relevant to this podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Las Vegas and Atlantic City. I've never been to either. 
Woof. Do you want to take a guess at which one is worse than the uh, other? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Atlantic City, home of the uh, bankrupted and derelict Trump resort or whatever, uh, is worse. It's absolutely worse. But there is a Trump casino at the very end of a strip in Las Vegas just shining its gold glow down the strip. So, mm. yeah, you can't really escape it. I, I may have told this story before, but I'll tell it again. It's the outro after all. But I have made a, a sad trip to Atlantic City before. And it involved uh, going there on a train and coming back on a bus. And uh, that was by plan. And the bus smelled like shit. (laughs) Like the bathroom was broken. I've told you this before, yes. You have. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, sounds bad. That kind of sums up my experience (laughs) of Atlantic City is that you're going to, yeah. Not going to like what you smell. You're not going to like what you see. I heard that Tony Danza had a residency there for a while. Doing what? Like I acting? don't know, but I feel like we need to look further into that. Hey, it's my one-man <laughs> show. Who's the boss? I'm the boss. Uh, Tony Danza. Uh, thanks to Tony Danza. Thanks to Boutwell Studios. Where you will love what you see and smell. Thanks. That's yeah, that's a good really motto, Really weird, right? but okay. That's a good motto. Unlike Atlantic City, Bal- Bal- Boutwell Bal- Studios is nice looking and pleasant smelling. Boutwell Studios. It's better... Than a Greyhound bus with a broken bathroom. Hey. <laughs> hey, free of that charge, actually, Brad. Put it on a t-shirt. Brad, actually, that's going to be our logo for Sidewalk because, <laughs> you know, it leaks there. We're in a basement. So if we can be one rung above the, the Greyhound bus I took back. Um, one thing <laughs> that you should do when uh, considering whether you'd like to ride a Greyhound bus with a broken bathroom or not is to not do that and go see a movie at Sidewalk instead. Sidewalkfest.com. That wasn't a good transition. I it don't was know a I was terrible trying. transition. I was trying something. It worked with the Boutwell you thing. I think I pushed my luck light? and tried to Listen. do it again. And it's it's like it's like Men in Black 2. Like you just shouldn't try to do the same thing again. Let me tell you really something. reached. Let me tell you something. Like the Greyhound bus, it's sidewalk and on the sidewalk podcast, <laughs> we throw a bunch of shit against the wall and see what sticks. And come see what sticks. <laughs> Sidewalkfest.com is where you can get your tickets or follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film. We need to I don't know, in this. (laughs) It's time. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.